Hi, my name's Tahan. I'm 24. I'm from Melbourne, but I'm a Darwin girl at heart. It's Tahan! Good evening. It is Friday night and this is an exclusive Cat Space historic interview. We welcome for the very first time and hopefully one of many to Big Brother Season 10 OG Queen of Big Brother 2013, Tahan. <laughs> Hello, Tahan. Thank you so much Hi. for having us. No problem. Thank you for having me. So I love- always love to talk Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kat. This is Buckets or Phil, with you is Brayden and Aaron. Um, so we we have so many questions. We'd love to get to know you personally and ask you. So the first one is: since this year's season is going back to the past, how do you reflect on your season? Um, I don't know. It's, and it, I, I mean, I guess I've got Tim, Tally, and Drew in the house at the moment, so it's always easy to reflect. And I went to Tally's like. Um, media launch like well viewing party when she had her viewing party for when she went in the house and we were just talking about like the things that we did in the house versus what they're doing at the moment like Tim and Drew Tim's actually same old tricks as he was like when we were in the house which is actually pretty good for this series like this series because I feel like he's making the series um but I really it's hard like I don't it's so different like both formats are so different so it's really hard to like kind of compare or like reflect on my series I feel like now it's like complete new slate new game it's changed so I kind of just like focus on this and how this format's played because our series was so different that's so awesome since you mentioned Tim Tully and Drew which are they are part of this year's season obviously how would you fare playing the game alongside them as an OG I don't know. That's a tough one because it's a completely different format. I definitely played a lot different to how I played it in my series. Um, but I mean, like I would definitely have an ally in Tully. I know I could probably trust her because um, when I was playing with Tully, when we were playing together, I always said to her, I said, you should always play with your head, not your heart, because she was so like emotional in the game. And I was like, you know, she'd always believe in Tim and Drew. And I'm like, Drew yeah obviously he had her back but Tim I was like didn't really so I was like you have to like watch out for Tim and she's like no no we're fine we're sweet and I was like no watch out for Tim he wants to get rid of you type thing so I was always telling Tully to play with her head not her heart um so I definitely could play with Tully Tim I mean we would definitely get up to some mischief together but I wouldn't be able to trust him 100% and I don't know I definitely would have to change it a lot I, I saw Tim and Kat was trying to convince me, no, no, you'll love him. He'll, he's just like Danny. I'm sure you can trust him. And every single episode that I've seen, I've just said, I can't trust this guy. If I was in the <laughs> yeah. house, I would never be able to trust this guy. You couldn't. You could. I mean, the thing is he's so great because he's so entertaining and he's amazing for all those reasons. But, like, living with him and knowing him personally and, like, like Tim would do something. Even Tully and I were talking about this. We are talking about this the other day. Tim will say something and he will, like, make you feel like the coolest person in the world like you'll go to Han oh my god you're so beautiful I love you like you're amazing and like literally pump my ego up and then he'll go do something completely different and you're like wait what wait did you just is that Tim the same Tim that was telling you that like you know but he's like I love Tim and like I'm watching the show now and I'm like going oh my god this is why I love Tim although 
I'm watching what he's doing and I'm like, I love it for my entertainment purposes. But like living in the house with him, like, oh, what a shit, what a shithead. Like I'd just be like, mm. even even hearing like Estelle come out and what she's telling me and it's just hilarious because I'm like, yeah, I know, it's typical to you. I could have told you that before you went to the house. <laughs> um, one thing that I, sorry, one thing that I want to bring up is one thing that I've noticed about this kind of new format is with him and Ready. Is it cutting out? Is it cutting out for everyone else? Why is it shouldn't? Hang on. The iconic moment, and that is the hairdryer situation. Yes. Oh my god. So you just cut out. So I literally missed a chunk of what you said. So I got from like. A, can you say that again? Sorry. Sorry. Can you say that again? No, 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 it's okay. Um, so in the new format, what I've yeah. noticed is that they kind of play off the gimmicks and this series, they're doing it with Tim and Tully, you know, yeah. how they kind of had this love-hate relationship and whatnot. I can only imagine that if you were in the house, they would be doing it with you and the hairdryer gate. Probably. Like, and the thing is, though, that's what the producers have to do. They do have to kind of manipulate the contestants in a way to get a reaction or to get, like, entertainment. So I get it for, it's for entertainment purposes. I get it. Um, so I feel like I've heard just from On the Grapevine in terms of this series, you know, the producers will, you know, when they're talking to you in the diary room, they will plant seeds and ask you questions that make you second-guess things, whereas that didn't really happen in our series. Like we didn't, um, like I think everything that happened in our series is like genuine and real. Like not saying it's not for this series, but like we weren't like told things or said things or like, I mean, obviously the hairdryer thing happened with us, but again, that was like purely just, I feel like for entertainment purposes. Next question. Let's yeah. let's get into this. Um, okay. Obviously, We've already asked you that question, so let's get that one. Um, from your season, are, are you still in touch or in contact with everyone? Because you said you said Estelle and you said Tully. Are you still in contact with any of the OGs from past seasons? Yeah, well, like I, a few. I know I've, um, I know Matt who from our season, Matt, Caleb, Jazz. Oh, I've caught up with her when I was in Byron late, uh, the other day. Tim, obviously, I speak to occasionally. Um, and I know some of the, like uh, Mel, she's in the new, this series. She's like one of the newbies. She left, I think she was the second to leave and I know her and we catch up quite regularly. So I know her, um, Estelle, obviously. And then obviously I don't catch up with the sugar sisters or. I can't for that. Oh, no, no, but oh, surprisingly, guess what? Michaela and I are actually really good friends. Oh, good. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, no. like, seriously? Yeah. So Michaela and I actually are pretty good friends. I catch up with her more as well. And she also catered for my son's first birthday party because yeah. in the house she was such a good cook and we would do all the cooking, her and myself. And because, like, we are kind of, like, sort of rivals in the house, we'd always have, like, cooking competitions, like who would make the better sauce or who would make the better, like, lasagna or spaghetti or whatever and, like, compare what we put in each other's food. So... We were always rivals, but I always knew she was an amazing cook. So for when my son's birthday came around, I asked her to like cater for it and she catered for it. So it was really good. Because I, I I remember 
I remember sitting up in my bedroom yeah. on the TV and seeing you guys on the screen. I've always wanted to ask this. Um, what we see on our TV screens as super fans, uh, you know, obviously it, you know, not a lot of people in Gretel's days you say, oh, we don't edit it, but what we see on TV is is not the full 24-hour period or the, you know, yeah. hour period. Can you tell us that, you know, because obviously they only tried to show, you know, who the villain is or who the good guy is or, you know, the whole, yeah, um, the whole uh, ad and um, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name. Jeez. Um, um, is it a reality show? Um, what's her name? Jade, Jade, sorry, yeah, yeah, Jade. We had Drew and Tully, you know, it's sort of was there any behind the scenes that we didn't see that obviously you guys gelled as a family, you guys had some fun, got a few giggles in because what we see on TV is completely magnified to what we don't, so yeah. I mean, there's a lot, like, obviously it's filmed 24 hours a day and you, you see, like, an hour show, like, within that 24 hours or 48-hour period, whatever it is. Um, so there's definitely a lot that happens behind the scenes. I know with our series, I think you could have watched, like, the live stream. So I think you could have tuned in and seen um, things that weren't on TV or whatever. Because I know that when people are looking in the forums, they're like, oh, no, but you didn't see this, like, such and such happened and, you know, they talked and whatever and they're fine and they're hanging out or whatever. But I feel like with our series it was definitely like um reflect it was a true reflection of what happened like the way it was portrayed is exactly what happened in the show um yeah some things may have been out of context and cut and edited that way to make it look more dramatic and more eventful than what it actually was but our series was a hundred percent like if you ask anyone I think everyone got the edit that they were it's like when I watched it I watched it back like a super fan and I was like at the start even the things where I'm like cringing that I was so I'm like oh I look like a bitch here I was like but I did those things I said those things so I'm like I can't like take that back but obviously some things were edited so it was a little bit out of context but I'm like you know what that's what I signed up for I knew that was going to happen because we obviously know with the whole you know Katie and Lucy issue it was kind of like I used to think to myself obviously that's not that's not right I mean they, they can't just you know sort of you know, dig on to Han. They can't dig on Katie and Lucy and have this bit of rivalry. Surely that's, you know, played upon for us to go, oh, you know, that's a bit melodramatic over there. Like, hang on. Yeah. No. Or like take a side, pick a side. Yeah. But like I genuinely, like they genuinely rubbed me the wrong way. This like a little bit like <laughs> after the start. But it was, I will tell you, I think it was um, the, you know, the food was actually, um helped by producers because I had so we weren't allowed hair dryers because of the sound for the microphones but we were allowed um hair curlers and hair wands and stuff like that because that didn't make a sound so I got a hair curl and I got to bring that in and I remember the girls were asking to borrow it and I was like yeah sure borrow it whatever it was fine and then we got locked out of the house like we were all outside so we got locked out for a period of time and then when I went back into the house I went to go because I think they must have heard me talking about going to curl my hair couldn't find the hair curler and I was like big brother like I know it was there like where is it so I went into the dining room asking like where is it like can't you just tell me where it is in the tape can you tell me where I last put it because I forgot where I put it but I'm like I'm pretty sure I left it in my bag and he said oh no 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 um one of the newcomers 
have taken it. And the newcomers were Rohan at the time or Katie and Lucy. So I went up to them going, hey, where's my hair colour? And they're like, we don't know where your hair colour is. And I was like, yes, you do. Big Brother said it was one of you guys. So you just tell me, I know it's you guys. And he's, they're like, no, it's not. And it started off like laughing and giggly. And then I was like, no, seriously, I'm like not in the mood. Give me my hair colour because I want to cut my hair down. And they're like, we don't have it. So, and then it kind of rocked up where I left it. So I was like, that was definitely help to add to the feud because then after that the girls were like she's so aggressive she's so aggressive <laughs> so, big brother that yeah. started that whole thing big brother you... led you to believe oh no the girls have got I reckon I reckon they did I mean like, that's what they told me so I was like and then wow. when I went back in the diary it was like kind of not heard of the story I'm like okay I see what happened here I kind of got played a little bit but it wasn't a big deal like boys yeah exactly um, right boys you want to ask a question Mark? yeah um how has uh, going on Big Brother benefited you? Look, I think it was, it's also a double-edged sword, I will tell you that much. But I definitely think in terms of like when we went in, we were on the peak of social media. So if you like ask us beforehand, none of us knew what was going to happen. Like these days, you go on a reality show, you're guaranteed, you know, you're going to get Instagram followers, you're going to get this, this and this. Um, but as soon as we finished Big Brother I straight away got like a getaway um presenting job with Tim it was like just a one episode thing so I got that and then obviously my partner he races in the supercars and then yes David Reynolds and then they kind of threw me into like presenting for the V8s and I was like I've never done presenting in my life and on top of that I'm probably the worst girlfriend because I'm not really into supercars so I didn't really know about the sport so they just like kind of threw me in they're like yeah go interview this person I'm like wait what driver is that one again what team are they racing for so it's kind of like this whole like just getting shoved into the media spotlight so that was kind of like beneficial and obviously nine years later we're still get to go to events and get free things and promote for companies so like they're the kind of cool like little things that you that are kind of benefiting I guess um and then also on the other side of that you kind of lose out on things because you were that girl and big brother so it can be a double-edged sword but again I wouldn't change it for anything I had the best experience and every time I get something after like a you know an Instagram campaign or like get invited to an event that's really cool I'm like thanks big brother yay so sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. We did pay for this, obviously. It just <laughs> turns. Start- There's always anyway, someone. I know. All right, let's get going. Let's get going. Let's get going. So, Brayden, would you like to ask a question, my love? Um. Yes. So, the question I would like to ask is, um, I guess, um, what's your general opinion with? Um, the Channel 7 version of Big Brother with, like, the format and, I yeah. mean, of course, we have this season, but, like, just in general. In like, general. Yeah, in general. Yeah. So so before I went on Big Brother, I had never watched any previous Big Brother before I went on. Really? So, I, yeah, I was not, like, into Big Brother. Like, I didn't know about it. I wasn't, like, I don't know what the hell I was getting myself into, to be honest with you. So I was like, I'm going to research what I'm getting myself into. And instead of stupidly watching the Australian version, which is, this like, you know, effectively the season or the format I was going to go into, I stumbled across Big Brother Canada and it was, like, their first ever series or whatever it was. And it was this, like, this format, like the US and this format or the format that is now. And 
I got hooked. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, this is exciting. So when I went into Big Brother, that's how I thought I was playing the game. So like, if you notice watching me going, yeah, I'm going to play the game. I'm like, I'm doing this. And I'm like, no one's playing. Everyone's just being themselves and nominating people to go up for eviction. But so my general thing is like, I feel like Australia, this version has missed the mark though. Like if they followed the format of the US and Canada versions, for sure, it would be amazing. I mean, I'm still watching now the series I'm hooked because I know people on the show, but I feel like they need head of house to be like an actual game. Like at the moment, it's like someone's just nominated head of house. I'm like, I don't get it. That's just stupid. Um, they have a power of veto so they can, you know, try and save themselves to get the block. They have a week of nominations. They also have the have and have nots. Australia doesn't have that. They're all just on rations and they're all moody. Imagine the dynamic of half on rations, half on normal food. That's what the Canada and US versions have. It makes amazing difference in terms of like the psychology, psycho, what is it? Psycho- Social experiment, psychology. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thank you for that. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Um, and then also I feel like, the the rushed nomination like the rushed the rushness of it can't get me to get excited for anyone to root for anyone that's the only thing I just would I would change those few things and I think then this version of Big Brother here would be amazing but that's just my nitpicky like me being like entertain me I'm not entertained yeah Sorry. Um, one thing that I've also noticed is um, the pre-recorded format and how, because it's pre-recorded, you know, editors have so many months to just kind of piece together yep. a storyline instead of just letting it kind of happen. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my other thing. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, making it live and making, like, even the US and Canada versions, they have a live audience. They make it live. It's in time. It's real time. And then also, like, Canada sometimes have, like, where they can, the public vote for who's head of house. They vote who they want to save or they can vote. So it'd be good for us to get involved because now we're like, oh, my God, no, I don't want that person to leave. And it's already done. It's already no. Like it's, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree with um, that too. Yeah. Another thing that I also do want to touch on is how before you came in, you watched Big Brother Canada. Yeah. Um. There's been a lot of talk in the forums um, over the years about how you kind of had a, how, you know, you're kind of strategic and you used people in nominations to kind of further yourself because you knew if you're up against someone else in the public vote that you would get saved other than that person. Do you have a strategy like kind of being in the house, like not initially because you thought it was going to be like the Canada and US version, but just kind of after you knew how it was going to go do you really think anything through or no well like that's the thing like we didn't know like what the public was like we didn't know how we were perceived we were just going off what we felt in the house and that's the funny thing because like in the house we're like oh my god Caleb's you know can win it Matt can win it they're all like awesome people Ed can win it they're all like you know the cool kids you know at school like they're just cool whereas like when I watch the show I'm like I can understand it could have been editing as well but I could understand how that might be perceived as boring so when I was doing my nominations I was only going what was perceived in the house like I think I have a good chance against this person I have a chance or I thought I was nominating people who I thought were like potentially going to win it as well I remember nominating Tim and like I'm going to be up there with him and I don't think I can beat Tim. So I was like, I'm going to nominate him anyway. But 
my thing was when I found out that like, oh, I'm actually not playing the Canada version. I'm not playing. I don't have a team or alliance here and I'm on my own and I'm going to keep getting nominated. My thing was just to like enjoy every day. Like every week I was up pretty much. I just, and I think that's also why I kind of survived so long is because I made every week like it was my last. Like I kept just having fun, making the most of it. I didn't care if I looked like an idiot. And I wasn't even trying, I wasn't even trying to think like, I know Tim was always like thinking, he was always on like, how can I, have a storyline how can I do this like I know he was always doing that and to an extent I kind of gave that up I was like you know what I'm just like I got on the show for being like crazy and you know outspoken I was like I'll just continue that and just see how it gets me and I said I came to peace and I was okay with Australia not liking me or because I was like I don't need to prove myself to anyone but I'm like if I can just keep having fun and making the most people will see that maybe I can't, like they could vote for me to stay. So that was the only kind of strategy I had after that. Well, it seems like it paid out no. mm. to think about it for, because of all the jobs that you had after it. So past the game, it actually worked out well for you. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, like, I'd like to hope so. I'm like, still, we probably think I'm crazy or a bitch or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I get... Sorry, go. No, no, sorry, you go, I'm finished. I was just going to say, you know, looking at your season, looking at the, the strategies, looking at the gameplay, looking at nominations and evictions, I think from, you know, I think the version of 2020 right up until now, I think a lot of fans, you know, as, as great as these storylines are that we're seeing every week, is that what the fans are really screaming out is, we don't like this pre-recorded season. We don't like a pre-recorded. We want a live show. And the confusing part is one, one day in a 24-hour period, you've got nominations challenge and you've got eviction straight after it. And then the next mm-hmm. day you've got nominations challenge, then you've got the house nominations, which is like Big Brother will pick a, pick a, pick a way to do this because you're not evaluating the 21st milestone. Yeah. confusing all of us. And it's, it's not the way to do it like you're not letting us get to know these people like it's not exactly it's not I think it feels like you fabricate you know you fabricate a story it's like you fabricate oh Joel Joel and Joel and the newbies are against the OGs but then you see Drew against the OGs and it's kind of like oh brother come on (laughs) yeah it's just a bit conflicting it's a bit um uh what's the word it's like mellowing the two versions but not actually executing it correctly I guess like it's just like not getting there like I get I, I kind of like the whole of them nominating who goes up all as a group like that's kind of like what our series was like and I just didn't like that if you want a game that person gets sole power but I also liked in the other versions if you have the power veto you have the chance to win yourself off the block or you have this chance to like you know swap it out I just yeah I feel like this series is just kind of too fast too rush you can't get to know anyone um but, like, I like that they're kind of trying to mellow the two together, like the two versions, like with nominations and whatever. But it's just, yeah, I just feel like something's not – I mean, it's still entertaining. I'm loving it. I'm not saying I'm not watching it. But, um, yeah, it's just it's – just, it, it's not Big Brother. It's not what it was. No, and I think that's that's the thing that's confusing is they I, – I, I mean, I feel, honestly, from my heart, is that there's no originality anymore to what – 
when it started in 2001 to what accumulated at the end of 2014, we had originality. We had our way of doing things. And then Big Brother decided to go, well, you know, production decided to go, we'll just pick a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B, put them in the pot, cook them, boil them. We'll come up. You're lacking flavor. You're lacking, you know, the idea of this is a 21st birthday celebration milestone. I think you're getting it wrong. It's, It's just... I don't like this person, and then I oh I love this person. And then you see Drew against Tim now, and they're sort of like Drew and Sam, <laughs> Drew and Sam sucking face. Drew and Sam, you know, always together. It's like the Tully and Drew of 2013. It's kind of like them and Drew <laughs> it's are like they're trying to rehash yeah. rehash this yeah the same storylines. But yeah. also, I was going to say, also, you just reminded me of something. Something I don't like. So my chair's really squeaky at the moment. Oh, Can you hear that? <laughs> um what I don't like is when this format changes the rules as well like when they nominated they voted Sam out and they're like psych it's not actually an eviction like that shit yeah. annoys me because I'm like yeah. what's the point of that what's the point like there's if you had a point like if I if you voted someone out and there was like a thing about it like you were told firsthand like even survivor you're told firsthand sometimes that you're voting someone out that might potentially come back in. So I just feel like when you vote, when you're voting someone out and they're not gone and it's like a cycle, there was no purpose to it. Like what was the purpose of the person winning the challenge and putting them up and getting power to be saved only to go home next, like, you know, they're not safe for the next one because it puts a target on their back. I just think when they change the rules, like psych, you're not actually voted out. I think that's just so lame. It's not, Mm. it's pointless. It doesn't make sense. And I heard Um, that happens a few times this series. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. Um, Sorry. One thing that I also know is it's about like the fake evictions and whatnot. I think the way that the thing that really got me about the Sam thing is that like it wasn't a twist. It was just like, it's like, yeah. Like yeah, I like yeah. it. Like for example, last year with SJ and Mary, um, even the year before with Karen and Sophie in the white room, there was. Yeah substance to it this exactly it flops so hard yeah and you can just tell that they probably want her in there for the storyline which is in fact cringe if you ask me like I don't want to be like rude but it's actually quite cringe it feels forced it feels unnatural and it doesn't feel real and that's me like I didn't know any of like anything apart and I didn't even know the whole because apparently when I watched it I kind of liked Josh like I know he was edited to be like a dick but I kind of really liked him I liked that he was actually being real in there and he was showing real emotions whether it was showing his flaws which is what our big brother did you show like you saw everything you saw people at their worst you saw people at their like good and everything in between whereas like this series it's also hard it's really so easy to criticize someone like he was he looked like a psycho ex-stalker but apparently like if you listen to the backstory like if you've heard stuff from I don't know the cast and himself he actually was approached to go on the show and he sold it like oh well I really like this girl I'd like to you know he sold it as a love interest and he got her on the show he got Sam on the show and Sam actually apparently saw Drew and knew Drew was coming in and then knew that so she was like waiting out for Drew so it was kind of like and I didn't even know this until after I was like um this is a bit cringe like this feels like very Jade and Ed (laughs) yeah obviously Um, it's sorry it's it's truly like it's one thing that really it's just it's annoying because it's like we got to see 
all sides of you on the show and all yeah. sides of Tim, all sides of Kelly, all sides of Reggie. Like, that's why we have this, like, we as a public, we have this love-hate relationship for past housemates. But the thing is with this version, it's almost like they cast people off of gimmicks and off yeah. of, like, just kind of on the wall the things like it's like stereotyping a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. archetypes johnson's the super fan um joel is the absolute challenge beast um oh who else tim's Um, the guy you can't trust tim's a manipulator (laughs) (laughs) it's the tim show (laughs) exactly exactly. tim is like that stop uh stop uh the pot stirrer (laughs) (laughs) for me it's like when it started and you know they kept saying dun 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 the ex-girlfriend returns and i'm like oh, oh. Did i know we all knew that was not going to be like it's boring we know tally's in a boyfriend but she just came out that she had a boyfriend on social media but um a lot has happened between them it's not like they're gonna come back and rekindle it's like it's old that storyline's boring it's been there done that like i don't know why they were trying to rehash it or get people like yeah it's talked about but it's just like instead of like making it like a exes reunite type thing make it like what will happen now i just feel like it's so that storyline was so boring i mean it was so good for our series but it's not it's it's not what it's not any value rehashed if that makes any sense because you got you got in the house you got sam who's who plays a role of Drew's current squeeze? And you, you got Tully. <laughs> like when they brought her in, and it's like, it's like the ex meets the the girlfriend meets the ex, and the ex meets the girlfriend, and it's like, what are you trying to do here? He's not going to fall for Tully, not again. This isn't going to work. It's not happening. No one's yeah. We understand they had a thing. He's not going to fall for her. Let's all get over it. Exactly. <laughs> When, when you have Sam's reaction on her birthday and you're going, oh, that is the worst thing you could do. I mean, no yeah. cake, no balloons, you know, no party food. What happened to originality? Like for years I've been saying, bring it back, but not like this. It's torture. <laughs> yeah. Torture. 100%. 100%. I, I was just amazed at how many. It, like it, it seems to me that Sam seems to be um, associated with exes all the time, some sort of ex, here, <laughs> some sort of ex, some sort yeah. of ex here. Oh, I'm just, I'm just like, and, and why is it just Sam? Can't, can't, can't there be other exes in the room? You know, my, it's just, I know it's so weird. Well, and it's so funny because I actually know Sam from the outside. Like I, I, I think we did like a modeling comp together back in the day. And that's how I know we haven't spoken like since, but like I've always had all my social media and stuff like that. But like I met her like before she obviously went on this show. This was like maybe even nine years ago now, like before I went on Big Brother. I knew her from before I went I, when I went on my series. Mm. Boys, do you want to ask a question? Uh, I think I've got a question. Um, what advice? What advice would you give the newbies on playing the Big Brother game? Look, I don't know if I'd be any good at giving advice for this new series, but <laughs> yes, the, way, <laughs> the way I would play it um, would be, like, my main thing would be adaptable. 
like for me, I guess I would have loyalty to like a few core people, but first few weeks you want to play it on the down low. You don't want to like get noticed or get a target on your back straight away. Um, but my thing is like never say never to someone you would work with because I feel like once you do that, you like, like you restrict yourself in the game. I would be open to being flexible. I wouldn't have my like my emotion in it. I would take all motion out of the game because I feel like that's what gets people um, either left early or like it narrows them for people to vote out because it makes it easier for people to vote. Whereas if you're flexible, if you're like working with someone that you actually despise and like a rival, if you can't go, hey, well, you know, let's team up together. Would you work with me? I feel like that limits your choices. So I feel like you should be adaptable and take all personal feelings out. Even when I got nominated, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, sure, it's a game, whatever. I never got like upset. I never took it personally. I never cared about it. And I mean, after a while, I kind of took a toll and I was like, oh my God, this is really annoying. This is really hard. But at the end, I'm like, you know what? It's a game. You can't like take it personally. You can't get mad. So I just feel like you're taking all the personal emotion out of it. I think you can potentially get further in the game. That's just my advice. I don't know how well that would pan out, but that's just something I always think about. Like Layla, when her and Trevor and Drew went back in the house and Layla sacrificed herself for Johnson and said, I see a lot of myself in him. He deserves to stay. Layla did an interview straight afterwards and said, I hated it. I hate this new format. I hate this new version. It's so negative. And I see in that house, like, it's not the same game I played. It's not the same, you know, family I was with. I she said, I wish I never signed on because sort of like, she goes, it's too yep. toxic, it's too negative, people are always angry, there's a lot of hate in that house. Like, you know, sort of yep. I don't blame her now because I just think if they're going to, if they, that's the format we're watching, then I think a lot of fans have said, oh, I'm just going to switch off, you know. Yeah. And I got that vibe. I had, I've been told it, it was a bit of a really toxic, vicious like because the game is a bit vicious but I feel like yeah if you can take all that out of it and just play it as a game you can have fun but I do I did respect um, Layla for like saying you know what I don't need to be in here I've played it before and it's not the game I did play so I'm tapping out and I think that is quite admirable to do like I think that is you know as much as you want to win the money you're like that was all I was concerned about when I played I just wanted to win the money um but if you like you know you're like I'd rather have my self dignity than play dirty I I totally respect that as a person that's why I was like I like I actually like shared a story and was like I have major respect for that Mm. Brayden do you want to ask something um what should, should I ask um who do you think will win, etc.? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, my... what, that's what I would like to do. Yeah. Sorry, my mind's gone absolutely blank. <laughs> it's on <laughs> Friday night. Um, it's about... Yeah. Um, so, I mean, who do you think who do you think can content to win? I mean, OGs and newbies. Yeah. See, look, I personally would love to see. Uh, like a new a newbie win or a female win but I think I know who makes the top three um, but I like I personally think 
just for me though this is just a thing and I'm not I'm not a feminist by any like I'm actually the furthest from a feminist I respect feminists but I'm not a feminist um like I'm a feminist in a way I'm not a feminist like pick a girl girl should be picked just for the sake of being picked but I personally would love to see a girl win like we haven't really seen many girls win big brother um but at the moment from the new from like the series I'm really loving um obviously I think Johnson's actually quite entertaining I actually do really like Johnson um out of the girls I don't mind Alicia so far. Like I've only watched a few episodes. So I haven't got like a vibe on anyone that I'm like, yes, I need this person to win. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I personally would love to see a girl win. Like just because, let's think about it. How many boys have won Big Brother? Yeah. I guess so many boys. Quite a few. I mean, my. Can I just say, can I just say one thing? I think that is because like, and I don't want to get all like sexist here. But, like, when we, if you're a female and you're strong and you're opinionated, you come across, like, brash and, like, oh, she's just a bitch. Oh, my God. Like, mm. pipe down. Whereas when a guy does it, like, Tim, like, Tim, even, like, in, I was watching the series, I said to Tally, I was, like, I was watching it, he sounds like the male version of me. Like, I would say all those things. I was thinking all the things he was saying half the time. And when I watch him, like, oh, my God, that's exactly how I would do. That's exactly what I would be thinking in the game. Like, Tim comes across funny. He's entertaining. Whereas if I did it, they'd be like, oh, who does this girl think she is? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't know. I feel like we need a, yeah, I like th- we need a girl to win. I think you should, I mean, you should have been picked. I mean, Tahan, I mean, had you gone in there, girlfriend, you would have, like, turned their whole heads upside down because right now it's sort of like battle royale between OGs and newbies and now you have an OG leaning on the newbies. It's sort of like, you know, where's... <laughs> Where's the, the the juicy part of it? Where's the favorite part I love so much? And I think had you been in there, I think the whole game would have just went out the window, and you would have just said, you would have looked at Drew and said, no, 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 no. This shit is not. I would like. <laughs> I like to hope so or think so, um, but I just you just never know. I think I know when you get in there, things happen and change. So I get that. Um, but yeah, it's a completely different game when you're actually in it, living it, breathing it. So I get it. I'm like, I'd like to say, I'm like, I talk a big game. I'd like to hope I could walk the talk. Um, one thing I do want to touch on, and yep. um, it's about like the a lot of the guys winning. Um, don't you find it interesting how like, yeah, if a, if a guy wins, a guy. Sorry, let me rephrase. A guy would win. And, you know, he had, like, a love interest in the house. But, for example, like, Christina from last year's season. I don't know. Do you watch last year? I did. And I'm actually, I've been hanging out with Christina a little bit lately. Yeah. Um, I felt like, um, I know this is so long ago, like, this last year's drama. But, like, I just, it really bothered me at the finale how, you know, her whole game was being in a relationship or being tied to a guy whereas if a guy was tied to a girl it's like oh well that's okay whatever I don't know it's just that just gave me the ink and it's like yeah you know like like, she she had game she played the game she was strategic I just feel like you know 
And mm-hmm. she said that too because she she had a strategy going in and she kind of stuck to it a little bit. She said that she planned to go, oh, I'm not good at challenges and then at the end be really good at challenges, which is that, that's what happened with her. That's how she got to the end. But I just, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Um, and it's hard because I feel like sometimes if you do attach yourself to a, a guy, if you're a girl, it kind of like lessens your value. I don't know. Like, that's, that's just my, like, a broad observation I'm what I'm guessing what is perceived I'm not saying that's my opinion but like you know I feel like when Jade was in the house with us she like attached herself to Ed and she looked like she needed to get validated by Ed she needed to get validated by a guy do you know what I mean she needed to validate her storyline in the show whereas like I don't know I feel like we need more strong independent girls on the show as well I've heard a rumour, and this is just Mm -hmm. a rumour I've heard. I don't know, Tahan, if you can confirm or deny. Please do. But top three (laughs) I've heard is, I don't know who the first person is, but the second two I've got on my list is Tim and Reggie. And the winner could possibly be Reggie from what is leaking from on the internet is that Reggie is the winner. Well, we don't know because obviously Australia is voting. Um, I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I, I can't say anything, obviously. I'm not going to say anything. Um, but you'll have to keep watching to find out who's in the final three. But you may or may not be right. No, I, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, have, I have just one question. Um, do you feel yep. there's a part of you that has changed because you were on the show? Um, a little bit, yeah. I think I'm definitely still the same person I was. But when I came out... Um, you kind of get a taste of uh, fame and I don't, I say that very lightly, um, but you get a taste of it and then you can look at yourself and you can look at things and go, oh shit, like I don't know if I like that about myself. And I feel like I've, I've looked at that and I've worked on some things in myself. Like for example, I can pick and choose when I'm going to speak my mind as such. Like I can go, oh, you know what? That's okay for me to think that. Like that's okay. That's my opinion. That's my truth. That's what I think. I don't need to voice it. I don't need to say it out loud. And I feel like that has also saved me a lot of friendships and even working relationships. So, like, I've definitely learned a lot from watching the show about myself. Um, and I don't, I, I'm still definitely the same person that now I'm a mum. So, I'm a little bit different compared to what I was on the show back then. I was 24, young and naive. But now I'm like more aware and I think a little bit wiser um but definitely I've learned to look at things that I don't like about myself and kind of work on them and I think that has made me a better person from the show from the experience well obviously now you're a yummy mummy and you're a mama as a as a mom as a mom does your view on the insides compared to the the you before do you mean, what do you mean, sorry? Like, obviously, before I was a mom. you were 24, but now as a mom, when you go in, does it change your perspective on on the game itself? If I was to go in now as a mom, you reckon? Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. I definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, before I was, like, like, young and I wanted to do stupid things and crazy things, and now I'd be like, oh, maybe I don't have to, like, you know, dance drunk on a table. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I just would be a little bit more conscious of what I'm doing because I always want to be like a role model for my child. So I'm not saying you you can dance drunk on a table and you still be a role model. I'm not saying you can't, but I'm just saying for me personally, I'd probably be like, oh, I just, I feel a little bit more 
like I'd still be wild in myself, but I just feel a little bit more like I feel like, and I don't say I say this with all do in, like very enduring. I feel like you lose a little bit of yourself when you become a mum. Like mm. a little bit of yourself, you lose a little bit, and that means I mean that in a really nice way, not in a bad way. That's if that makes any sense. I think that's all. That's, that's all we've got tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Before you go to Han, let's just say thank you. Yeah. Oh, hail Queen, Queen to Han. Thank you for joining us tonight. We absolutely love you and we can't wait to have you back on our show and, you know, Thanks. just blessings and love and light whatever you know in your life and as a mom and hope everything wonderful for you and congratulations congratulations yeah congratulations thank you so much thanks for having me guys it was so lovely talking to all of you and yes happy to come back on anytime of course when i can (laughs) bye Bye. the second runner up please welcome the stunner herself to han